That's Whiskey Cave. How you guys doing? I am here. My name is Tony, and I am with my co-host, Peter. What's up, Peter? Hey, guys. All right, so we're here today, and uh, how was your week? Uh, crazy. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit crazy. Yeah, I stepped back from work a little bit, but um, that's because I'm starting a new job on Monday uh, at a local hospital, and I had to get a lot of stuff in order. Hospitals are no joke when it comes to onboarding. They require a lot, and everything, all the the T's need to be crossed, and I's need to be dotted and um, everything needs to be in order before you even start. Yeah, you're dealing so, with people's health, of course. Yeah. And yeah. well, there's just a lot of policy and procedure and, um, you know, they don't mess around with any of that. Yeah. I'm sure it's very similar in yours with the banking system. Oh, yeah. Stuff, the banking, bank is serious. They take it all serious too. But yeah, we had a pretty good week. Work's been uh, normal, steady. Uh, kids are good. Uh, yeah. Son still has a little bit of a runny nose, but nothing big. So he's doing good. And uh, yeah, so today we have a special guest with us, everybody. So, give a big round of applause for Chris, everybody. Come on down. Welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going, guys? <laughs> One day I'll have to glad like to be a, here. Like a thing where you have like a round of applause. <laughs> um, we'll have to add that effect, and I'll put it in uh, post, as they call it, right? Yeah, right. I, I won't. Do I don't that. know what that means, Tony. No, I'll, I'll edit it in post. It, no. Uh, Chris, give us a little bit of, he's here to hang out with us. Give us a little bit about yourself. Give us and, an intro. Uh, before we start to make it snappy. Drinking this whiskey that uh, we got here. I am super glad to be here. Known you guys for, I mean, at this point, more than half my life, probably one way or the other. Yeah. Um, work in the aerospace industry, uh, two kids. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about that at all. Uh, two kids, um, love drinking some bourbon and love hanging out with my friends and That's happy it. to be here. Good. We're going to do that today. So we, we brought Chris in because he is a little bit of a wild card when it comes to parenting, and um, he does things a little differently. So <laughs> we're happy to have his perspective and that, opinions on. Yeah, we're that is honestly on the nicest thing shit. you've ever said to me. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to bring in people uh, of all you know various uh, backgrounds in here, and so when people have uh, kids that are older, no kids, single people, all that, just to get their take on certain topics, and so that's what the show is all about. We have a lot of friends. We have a lot of people. Uh, that we know that would uh, bring a different perspective to any conversation that we're having. So Chris is one of them. So we are here with Chris, Peter, and myself. And today we are going to try, I'll let Peter say that. What do we got over there, bud? Uh, we picked up a uh, what Chris told me was a scotch because we uh, like to drink whiskey, scotch, bourbon, but we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. There when you it go. To it. But I picked up something called a Monkey Shoulder. It's got three little monkeys on the on the bottles. Cool little bottle. It was about thirty five bucks at the okay, local store. Okay, okay. Uh, not bad. It is a blended malt Scotch whiskey, and that's about all. And I that care was to that, say that was that. actually at the liquor store. Well, it was or at like the, the local whatever. grocery. Oh, store. Oh, the grocery store. Okay, I don't yeah. say if you were going to the liquor store, that's probably like an eight dollar, nine dollar markup based on what you're getting at the, the regular supermarket because the liquor store is marked up a little bit. Yeah, from what I've seen. Yeah, so uh, you know, get ready for the. Uh, the best sound oh, in all oh, of radio. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Radio? <laughs> Who needs a radio? <laughs> that there was a is. lame one, dude. Yeah, well. That was lame. It is well, what it is, that's man. That's right. We'll it's, get not the, it's not the monkey's shoulder's fault. It is, uh, I don't know why I want to say monkey's paw, but I know that's not the name of it. But that's straight Peter's fault. He didn't pop it like you need I, to pop I, that I, thing. Usually pop it. Come on, man. Popping lots. <laughs> all, right. all right. So we're, we're pouring up a glass up. for everybody. We're going to uh, get into some conversations today and just have a good time. Today we are trying it neat. Um, we don't have any ice in the glass. Yeah, and if I like it, I have a I have a little bit of melted glass, of melted ice in my glass that we can uh, I can pour over ice. But and let's neat is all good. So cheers, fellas. 
Monkey's Shoulder. Cheers, 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 cheers. Welcome to the show, Chris. Chris, thanks for being here, buddy. Ooh, I like that. It's going to be a good show. I like that one. It's not bad. I like it's not it bad too. at all. And all of a sudden, I felt like this monkey put his hand on my shoulder and <laughs> tripped me out, man. It's already hitting me. Two to Damn one. Damn it. Two to one. <laughs> don't love it. You don't love it. All no. right. I like it. What are you getting from me, Chris? Let me you getting like a lot of uh, daddy's angry hugs Passing or what? No, it's got it's got some it's got like a Thank wang you. at the end of it that I that I don't love. The end. I like God. the beginning. I know it's the More first time. I know I don't know what I don't know what the rules are here <laughs> as no far rules. as I, like. No, but, typically you love wangs at the end of things. I was well, I don't love the wangs in my mouth is what I was going to go for, but oh, I didn't know I didn't know if we're going to have the It is a little bit of a warm label. wang too. Maybe if it was, if it was a little bit of a colder wang. See what type of show it's going to be, guys. Yeah, these guys get together, they start talking about wangs. All right. You know, we might we might take a break. I'll get you some ice. We'll try it again on the rocks. All right, so this is a blended malt uh, scotch whiskey. And I'm trying to see where it's from. It's uh, bottled in Scotland. So, yeah. Family owned since 1887. We have a second That's bottle cool. today, too, Tony, that Chris um, graciously brought. Yeah. It is a Woodford Reserve Double Oaked uh, Whiskey. Yeah, we'll see. Bourbon whiskey as well. We'll see if we uh, we can get to that one as well. So we already opened it before the show, and it is quite good. Yeah, so we'll get into into that a little bit. Any guest that comes on the show from now on is going to have to beat this bottle. (laughs) And this bottle is two hundred and seventy nine dollars. Is that right? Local Costco? No, no, not close. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) remove remove the zero. It's like five hundred. Thanks for fucking that one. So. You know what we should start doing? I mean, this is our third show now. We should start rating the ones that we uh, that we try. So maybe we can give it, you know, best out of five rating or something like that. What do you think? Or ten? What, what's what's better for you? You want to like rank them, or yeah. you want to give like a just you know, rating, five like out of five a, or something? Yeah, like, that. like I, you absolutely love I mean, five out of five. It's like the perfect whiskey you you know yeah. ever had in your life. One means this is trash. I don't, I don't want it anymore. Anywhere in the middle. Uh, you can do the point, you know, two point five. Yeah, 2. fair 5, enough. I would, you know, I would probably give it like a two and a half. Two and a half. Uh, I probably point. would not buy this bottle again, just okay. because at thirty five bucks, I don't like it nearly as much. Yeah. So talk about well, the, monkey, the Woodford Reserve that Chris brought. That was from Costco. That was what forty. Thirty five. Thirty five. So same same, same price. Yeah. Significantly better. Okay. I okay. think. And you know, if if I want something that's Drink. I think the Four Roses that we had last week is a much better bottle than that. For, okay. Yeah, you know, I can agree. Twenty I can bucks. Agree. Yeah, it's it's not bad. I like it though. It's 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 not bad. So I would. I'm there with you. Two point. Even two point seven. Even two point seven. Two point eight. On its way to three for me. It's mid range. It's not this uh, best whiskey I've ever had. Excuse me. Definitely not the worst whiskey I've ever had. Yeah, I definitely got to try some, it on the rocks. I've had some um, crappy ones, and we're going to try some of those too. I promise you guys, we're going to get some very bad bottles in here. And, and give gonna, it we're going to have to save that for when we don't have a guest. You know, nah, let the guest get in there, man. Suffer he with us. Get, he can suffer with you know who he or she can suffer with the bad one, and then we'll have a good one to follow it up. Maybe All we'll right, do two that yeah. that time. This one's supposed to be the crappiest one that we've heard of, and then one of the best ones. Maybe we'll do it like that, and we'll have to like uh, how do you reset your taste buds? You got to eat like ginger or something like that. Yeah, palate cleanser. Yeah, whatever it might be. So. Chris, what do you get think? The taste of wing out of your mouth. What Chris? do you think, uh, rating wise? What would you What would you give it on your scale? Uh, the monkey paw or mm-hmm. the monkey, monkey shoulder? shoulder? I know. I want to call it monkey paw. I, know, too. I, do, I, I think sorry. that's cool. I know you said it, and it's it's in there now. Uh, <laughs> if I come up with a drink, it's gonna be called monkey's paw. I, I'd give it a one. I don't love it. Give it a one. All right. Yeah, okay. I don't really don't love it. It's not terrible. I mean, I would I would totally suffer through you know yeah. a, a glass or 
five of it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, <laughs> but not my favorite. You'll utilize it to get a buzz uh, going. It's got a not, purpose. You're not putting it up on top. Hundred percent. Busting yeah. it out when when friends and family come over. Y'all want to try something nice? Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Monkey pour paw. this up, yeah. man. This monkey Kind of tastes shoulder. actually like a monkey paw. I mean, honestly, I think that's what's floating there on the bottom. I'm not uh, sure. So you think they, they probably you... called it that? Before. Yeah. And then they said, "Oh man, we got to change this because I was sucking on a monkey's shoulder one day." By the way, I will say this whiskey. I will say that it has it has a significant one up on the Woodford is that it's very clearly uh, kosher for Passover uh, oh. on, the, on the bottle. Oh, so it's oh, totally missed that. <laughs> Awesome. So I mean, definitely, definitely. Uh, I didn't you know, know monkeys were it, kosher. Maybe, maybe right. now, I'll, maybe now I'll say one and a half <laughs> stars. Now, now it tastes like a four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Chris, what do you normally drink uh, if you're having a whiskey, having a cocktail? Uh, you know, I I'm not particularly um, discerning when it comes to that. I, I I mean, I like a you know my my go to is Woodford, but um, and 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 you know in an old fashioned or something like that. But I'm I'm. I'm I'm pretty flexible. I, I don't have you know entrenched loyalties that way. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty usually... bougie about our stuff here today. So I mean, just I was just wondering. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> listen. Uh, you know, I I, I know I know uh, I know what I like, and I'm not. I know I know for sure I'm not a Scotch guy. And so when I okay. when when I was looking at this earlier and I saw that it was Scotch, I was like, I I just it's I have not done whatever work is necessary to get my palate to accept how bold Scotch flavors are. I I I lean more towards like bourbons and kind of the sweeter flavor profile of those kinds of drinks. Yeah, I didn't I didn't used to be, and it, it took me um took me a while to even get on the whiskey train. It took me I felt like I had to get older in order to really start liking it. And uh, you know, back in the day, it was like rum, vodka, uh, anything you you can mix together. You know, one of those adioses or uh, what, Long Island iced teas, all that crap, right? And so I remember one time I was probably in uh, late twenties, maybe going on thirty. And I had become a little bit of a whiskey drinker, not anything spectacular, not like I am now. I love whiskey, but I was I was going toward that route. And we went to a club and or bar, and there was this guy that I made friends with or whatever, and we were just chatting it up. He's like, "Yo, let me buy you a shot." I'm like, "Cool." So he gives it to me, and for, you know, for me, I'm thinking anything that at that point, anything that comes brown in a glass that's probably whiskey, right? I drink it; it's terrible, and I'm just like, "What the hell was that?" And he's like, "Scotch." I was like, I don't like scotch. I was like, oh. And so for many years, I was like, oh, I don't like scotch. I don't like scotch. And again, this is coming from somebody that didn't try a lot of stuff. It was like, uh, I'm not going, you know, I'm, 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 I know what I like. I'm Jameson. I'm Maker's Mark whiskey. I'm just that basic guy. And then everything else that was mixed with some type of juice or soda. But scotch, no, stay away from it for many years. And, uh, and then finally found some better ones and just started trying it. This to me is not bad, um, but definitely not, you know, not the top five or anything like that yeah like i said i mean i don't think any of us are connoisseurs but are you supposed yeah. to take a shot of scotch at a bar like a college bar? i don't think that's how you want to be introduced Hell if i know to scotch like right? i said no 20 something years old yeah you know you know there's a drink and this is not a, obviously it's not a tequila show um but we could do that one day you know <laughs> whiskey guys try tequila but <laughs> i remember you remember the big patron like everybody was drinking patron it was in every rap song that you ever heard yeah. on that patron I every song patron. yes sir I remember going to a club in uh, Las Vegas, and somebody bought a round of them. And I had tried it before, maybe in a margarita or something like that. And he was like, yo, you got to have Patron with the bubble, the shots. And he got like 20 of them for this big group. And terrible. It's a terrible tequila. Yeah, I hate you know? Patron. Yeah, really they want to sponsor us one day. It's not a terrible tequila. It's great. But <laughs> not, it's, not a sponsor. But it's just, for me, I didn't, I didn't like it at the time. And I tried it again a couple years ago, and I still, I'm just not a fan. But it was just like, it's a kind of a harsh shot. 
and everybody loved it. And I don't know if it was just the hype behind it or what, but they had really good marketing. Great the bottles marketing. really cool. Well, you, you got know? little John saying it on every damn song. Yeah. That's well, and you can't. The thing with like some of the tequilas now is like everybody loves the, like Casamigos and stuff. But when you listen to people who are like tequila people, they'll tell you that it's got like artificial vanilla flavors in there and whatever, and it's not like a pure tequila. Yeah. And so there's a difference between what the masses like and what's palatable for most people who just want something that like tastes good. And what like the connoisseurs and the experts and whatever like, and you're never going to make both sides happy. So you have never. to kind of lean one way or the other, and you're either going to try to make it something that's like mass market that people are going to enjoy, or that the like the experts are going to like love. And I think that the you know the 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 market would tell you to lean towards you know having just a good tasting experience for most people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sense. and make the bottle cool. Make rappers and celebrities sure. market it yeah. and everyone's going to buy it or have it sure. or have it you know owned by a yeah. celebrity of some and you price sort, it right? a little bit above right. you know normal market bottles because yeah. it, it makes it cooler <laughs> and more valuable and well look at i mean I, can you buy a bottle now like that's at eye level in any grocery store or in any you know big liquor distributor like a bevmo or something like that that isn't owned by a kardashian or a ryan reynolds or something <laughs> like that i mean basically everything now yeah. is you know at least yeah. it gets the, the all of the celebrity brands are taking the oxygen yeah. out of the rest of the market and then even if you if, if you buy a bottle and you don't know it's owned by a celebrity you can find that out and be like oh damn i didn't know right, yeah. you know even exactly. Longoria owns this whatever right. drink yeah it's uh it's, it's one of those things and i'll tell you i've had uh you know i'm almost down to the bottom of my glass and it's actually it's gotten worse. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It's the first the first sip tasted really good. And now I've had, you know, maybe three or four sips now. And I don't know why. It's not um it's just not hitting it as good. So maybe it had time to sit and it's uh but it's the, not it's not it's still giving my rating to put air got to it. I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind it at all. Like like uh, Chris said, I'll drink it, but uh, I'm not busting it out for. Yeah, I'm definitely day, switching but. back to the Woodford myself. As all well. right, sounds good. So, I mean, I I will try it with a little bit of ice later, but uh, I'm, I'm not uh, <laughs> chomping at the bit. To all right, so yeah, if you guys uh, get a chance, go out and try it. Monkey shoulder, not monkey's paw. Uh, <laughs> monkey shoulder, nice brown bottle or clear bottle with brown liquor in it, and uh, three monkeys sitting on the top there. So cool yeah. bottle. I like the look. And, but uh, I, again, I would say that for thirty-five bucks, the same bottle of the Woodford Reserve, Woodford Reserve, you double get, oak that you, you can get, get a Costco Maker's, for the same can, exact price is significant. You can get a better. Maker's for cheaper. You can get a Jameson. Yeah. That's always you know Jameson's been consistent for how many years? That's the um, problem, man. I mean, with with bourbon today, I think is probably gotten more snooty and stuffy than even wine. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard. The, the 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 things that most people want are on allocation. You can't get it. You know the Willets, the 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 Buffalo Traces. Yeah, Buffalo you know, Trace. I like Buffalo Trace. I, I do too. Yeah. And it's it, it's not even like super expensive if you can find it firsthand. But on like the resale market, it's yeah. it's gotten crazy. Never mind like the Pappies and like the more you know the the stuff that's like really gotten out I've of heard control. About the Pappies, they got a couple versions, right? That they've got it. Yeah, good. they've got a couple different ages, and they've got like the you know the Rip Van Winkle. They've got you know yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, My, I heard about it. Never seen it. Never tried it. I, I I've been very lucky to have been in the situation <laughs> to have been able to. Try Try some of it, but I mean, I think the bottles firsthand go for like under a hundred, one hundred and fifty dollars, right? But on the resale market, they go for over a thousand, and so anybody who gets an allocation of it, any of these liquor stores or whatever, they mark it up crazy, and it's gotten to be, you know, it's I don't know, it's like NFTs or something. It's absolutely right. crazy. the <laughs> The markup on them are, are, are is nuts. Man, the alcohol business, you know, it's something else, and something we we should have got into. Maybe we will get into. Um, thank you. And so, um, 
Yeah. But yeah, like we said, try it out for yourselves. Uh, everybody's taste buds are different. All of us here uh, is not a high rating, but it's not uh, the lowest, except for Chris. Chris got a pretty low one, but for me and Peter, kind of in the mid range. But uh, well, mine there's, is sinking. There's, that's for there's sure. Better, there's better ones down me. there. So thank you. Same thing with me, Tony. I think it's sinking. Yeah, in my, in not my, sure. Uh, not sure why it got bottom. more bitter at. You know, maybe the bottom of the glass, it, it's it's settled. I think the air so, got to it. It's that wang in your mouth. Yeah, Who knows? Wang. We'll work on it. So, um, speaking of that, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to switch over to our topic of the week. And I think we're going to be talking about some fitness stuff. So, Tony, one sec. Can I, can yeah. I, uh, I, I want to do a little bit uh, more of an introduction on Chris, just sure. from uh, my perspective. Uh, just so, you know, I, I'm sure you're going to hear me and Chris go at each other a little bit, be a little bit sarcastic and. Uh, that's just the way that we are. But the, the reason that we, we are that way, you guys were together for a while, right? How long? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're together. <laughs> Thanks for putting it that way, Tony. Uh, no, I mean, my we wife were... has always been concerned. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, we were friends in high not school. Not that there's anything and... wrong with that. Of course, I mean, <laughs> not from not from my point of view. I don't uh, know where you're at now, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm open. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's the new thing, right? There you go. Uh, so I, so me and Chris have known each other since high school. Uh, I don't think we've been necessarily friends in high school. No. Uh, we knew each other. We kind of hung out in similar groups. We're but, aware of each other. Yeah. But we never actually hung out. And then, uh, I went to USC for college and, um, here in, in LA and Chris, I was walking down my dorm hall one day and I looked, you know, inside one of the open doors as you do when you walk by an open, uh, yeah, open dorms, door in a dorm yeah. room, just to see what's going yeah, who's on. Who's in there? Y'all partying? Who's y'all, got, y'all drinking? Lo and behold, there's Chris sitting inside some female's dorm room, and uh, you know, just said hello. What the hell are you doing here, man? What the hell are you doing here? So it, it was you. kind of one of those things where <laughs> he was visiting a friend, and That's we cool. recognized each other, and then just started hanging out pretty much every week after that. I there mean, you, you would you would come down to SC all the time to hang out with. Was it Jennifer? I may have uh, I may have taken more classes there than you did, <laughs> oh, so especially you freshman year. So you weren't going to school there. You were you were there just hanging out. No, you I was happened to see Peter. No, right? I was dating somebody um, that that was going to school there. Um, uh, I was going to school someplace else uh, in 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 the LA area. Uh, but I was uh, I yeah I was I was hanging out down there an, an awful lot. And yeah. uh, and yeah. that girl was on the same dorm floor as me. Yeah, ironically, and then uh, you know during like summer vacation. Vacations and winter vacations and stuff. Shortly thereafter, I think we started hanging out, playing, going and playing basketball at the gym and yeah, things like that. Playing and then, golf and yeah, and playing golf cool. and doing all the things. And then and that was it. I love after that. that. And yeah. then we we both had a really close friend who went to UCLA, and so we started hanging out with her with her. And that was like how it became our core group. Just college hopping in college, you know. Did yeah, you I ever, mean, yeah. Did you ever think about transferring from where you were to go to USC if that was even an option? A hundred percent. I mean, okay. in fact, like in my family. I'm like the black sheep of, of of the people who went to college. Most of them went to USC. <laughs> oh, okay. And so I'm a You're like, diehard. I went there. I was just visiting. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a diehard USC fan. You know, I went to a smaller school. I went to a small private, um, you know, Christian university um, that nobody's heard of um, outside of you know 15 miles from where the school was. And uh, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I. Absolutely would have would have gone there. It just it, it didn't really suit my needs at the time and all that other stuff. But I, I'm a diehard fan. I still go to SC games there and all of those kinds of things. And and uh, yeah, it was it was great. But bumping into Peter um, was one of those just 
like weird fate things, yeah. and we've basically been kind of joined at the hip since since then. And that's what, yeah, 15, 16, 17, 18 Well, that years? was 2000, so that was 24 years ago. Yeah, 24 years ago. And yeah. we've lived together since then. Yeah, so yeah. fast forward after college. Well, that was early. It was early yeah. in your college days. Fast forward yeah, after yeah, yeah. college, we, we, bought, you dorm, you know, so we both graduated from college and got jobs, and we bought a house together. Uh, we bought our first house together, actually. Yeah. And, and that's uh, where I met Chris, and we kinda, yeah we became friends there through when they Tony. Together, I also knew from high school. We played basketball of, were together. Were you we at all? Were we at all aware of each other in high school? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know if I was. Um. Well, what year did you graduate, Peter? Twenty yeah. or, or two thousand. So I was only there with. Well, I was there for two years. So yeah, but no. Not, yeah, he not. he was a year older than us, yeah. and he came his junior year, our sophomore year. Yeah. So he was only there for two the two years, two quick right. years, yeah. and yeah, then yeah, I was yeah. out of there, and I was in college. Yeah. Where I didn't meet anybody because I lived in Ohio, but I met a lot of Ohio people, but nobody that was close to California. So, yeah, and then fast forward again, and then uh, Chris got married, and I was one of his co best men, and then I got married, and Chris was one of my co best. By men. the way, there it is, greatest best man speeches of all time. Thank you, sir. It's 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 on. It's <laughs> got to be on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, of I still have your family members come up to me and tell me that was the greatest. Is it recorded? I no, I no. don't think so. I don't we think didn't so. Get it recorded? I don't know. You had a videographer, right? We had a photographer. Oh, no videographer. No. Yeah. I so didn't, it, I didn't. I knew. I knew it was coming. I love. I love hearing great speeches at weddings, and I do I DJ a lot of weddings. So it was basically a roast. Him. Yeah, we, I, it was basically me and a his roast. friend Ryan just yeah. roasted him. I love and those. His, yeah. His family members thought it was the greatest thing of all time. Somebody's got it on a cell phone somewhere. No, it was like if you didn't have a videographer or whatever that you I know. Mean, like this I mean, I, I didn't have this one was, either, it, it wasn't the time where like everyone was filming everything with their cell yeah, phone. Yeah, this is like oh, iPhone oh, yeah. 3GS. Ah, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> this was, coming out all grainy. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't this hear was, anything. No, no, no. You're, you're yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It, it's it shows how we are kind of straddling this new era, but also the old era where yeah. we just have that memory in our head. Whereas like everything that my kid remembers is probably going to be on a video somewhere, <laughs> Yeah, you know? And it's just one of those things where like, it was one of the, I owned a pager. It was one of the folks. funniest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I owned, I owned, I owned multiple all, pagers. <laughs> I could read like, pager code now. Right, exactly. And, and I haven't teaching, done it in 20 years. Yeah. Teaching my kids what pager code was, 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 was a thing. Like it, absolutely. The, 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 the technology shift between, where we are now versus where we were at my kid's age yeah, is yeah. enormous. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about a little bit on one of the podcasts before that, like, imagine, you know, we're saying this at, you know, 40, are you 40, you're 40, right? How are you? 40, you're 42. Okay, 42. So we're all, yeah. we're all around the same age. So we're all 42. And it's like, we're, th- we're talking about this from a 40 year old perspective coming from the eighties to the to 2024, right? Imagine our parents and what yeah. they saw. Imagine their parents and what they saw. And if they're still, uh, you know, alive to this day, all the stuff that they've seen from oh 1950 to, to 2024, crazy. Even so, it's got to be nuts. Taking it one step further, because Peter's an occupational therapist, mm-hmm. he actually he worked in the facility that my hundred year old grandfather was in when he had his. It was a was it was when hip. he broke his hip, right? Broke his hip. Oh, okay. So yeah, so what I I have those conversations with my grandfather. who was a hundred years old when 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 he unfortunately passed away uh, last year. And the he he went from literal horse and buggy to man on the moon <laughs> to like going to space yeah. is like a pedestrian thing now, right? We're yeah. we're on Mars and all these other things. I mean, it, it's absolutely incredible what what we have done since 
um, you know, since Kitty Hawk and the moon landing and all of the things that we're doing now with space exploration, AI and all those other things, the the leaps and bounds that technology has gone just in our short lifetime, let alone our grandparents' lifetime is, is, incalculable yeah it's crazy yeah Yeah. and uh you know rest in peace to lee kevler one of the one of the greatest men to ever ever walk the earth and also one of the greatest conversationalists that you will ever have have ever had the uh, opportunity to talk to he would have been great on a podcast great story just and just a wonderful wonderful sweet aspire to that yeah Yeah, uh, just a sweet sweet man Uh, um he would buy our foursome in the um, fireman fireman's memorial golf tournament every year for me and chris to just get drunk and play golf and he would just sponsor us in it uh, i mean uh, he he was an amazing shout out to uh, the ralph j scott and um uh fireboat two in uh the la harbor he he retired as a fire captain for los angeles city um and actually was probably more involved in the fire department and the city of Los Angeles in retirement, he was on the orphan and widows board, the retired association, all of the different, um, you know, the historical society. He was, he was very engaged and very proud of the work he did for the city, uh, of Los Angeles. Ran the museum too, didn't he? Uh, didn't run it, but he was, he was on the board and did a lot of work with them. He volunteered every weekend there. He gave a lot of tours at the, at the museum there in Los Angeles. And by the way, if you're in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles city fire museum, um, is is a really great, relatively free. I think it's free. It's a, a do, uh, suggested donation only. Um, but take your kids and check it out. Um, but yeah, he w- he was an absolute advocate for fire safety um, his entire life and for the city of Los Angeles and their and their and, and the fire department. But oh, um, but but great. thank you for saying that. Yeah. Great man. Yeah. Fun fact too. I think he was retired longer than he was actually on the fire department. He right? was. That's so cool. there's there's a conversation to be have to be had about um, how how great pensions are. Yeah. But uh, oh my God. but but That's nonetheless, uh, yeah. Um, no one they, deserved they, they, very, they took very 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 good care of him, yeah. and he was he was a great man, and um, and uh, I was very grateful that uh, Peter got to oversee a lot of his care at, at that period of his time. Uh, That's really cool. What a connection, huh? It was yeah, my it was honor. Fantastic. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And that, that was the um, the grandfather I did the anniversary party? Yeah, that's oh, okay. right. You yeah, DJ'd, I was at a firehouse. You right? DJed at the firehouse. That's, that's right. Yeah. At the museum that I was just talking so about. I, I forgot about that. I Absolutely, to, yeah. I, I, we had Pink's him. Hot Dogs come yep, yep. And, and cater it. Yeah, it was, great, it was wonderful. Great man. Thanks I for the invite, guys. Appreciate great. it. You were, of course, you were invited at that. Come on, man. Like, I think I met... Tony, because of you, yeah. so there was no Definitely. way sure. that you were not invited to that. You were just busy doing one of the other million things you were doing. I'm sure I was at yeah. some uh, governor's ball or you know something fancy, some policeman's retirement fund or something. Nineteen year old. He was great. Grandmother's great. Everybody was, was great. And it was their 60th anniversary. I want to say. God, something, something like that, like that. Yeah. and uh, at a firehouse. I want to say or it was a fire at the museum. museum. It was it was it was the old museum in Hollywood. Awesome. It's or not? I shouldn't say the old museum. It was the old firehouse. The the, the current firehouse is next door. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. I the old firehouse is the museum still functioning there in Hollywood. Yeah. It's great. Tony, what that. did you play great. at a, like a 60, <laughs> 60th <laughs> anniversary? Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, um, and we got into some, you know, whatever was, you know, the hits at that time. Uh, Nelly, T.I. Yeah, this had to be, gosh. That's actually how Lee broke his hip, isn't no, it? He was trying to get down to Nelly. When did you guys live together? What, what year was that? It, had to it be was right, right after time. college. So it was probably 2005. No, six? so we bought the condo, we bought the townhome in 2007. Okay. Seven. Because okay. remember, the crash was 2008. That's we right. bought it yeah. directly yeah. before right, the crash. Right, exactly. Yeah. We bought at the height of the market, guys. Yeah. So follow me, follow me for financial <laughs> advice. Well, it had to be after 2010 because I wasn't DJing until then. So it's probably 2011, 12, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We were probably already moved out by then, right? Because we lived together for what three years 
I think it was three years. Uh, it was yeah, two plus years yeah. plus whatever time because you lived there. We moved out for a short time before. We yeah, sold was, it. I, I moved. I lived there like a month or two. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't yeah. even call it living because you took all the furniture and I didn't own any of it. So yeah, awesome. I was literally <laughs> sitting on a on a lawn chair in my living room. Thank you, IKEA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you guys see how it's all connected. So we've been friends for quite some time. Peter yeah, yeah. and Chris have been great friends for many many years. Me and Peter have been great friends for many many years, and then now we're all connected uh, in some way. Uh, or another and uh yeah so um yeah so saying that i mean we're all kind of at the same point in life a little bit like chris is a little bit further along with his kids his kids are a little bit older than me and tony's but uh we're all about the same age what's the oldest tony six six he just turned six caden six and a half yeah Yeah. so yeah so so madison will be 11 uh next a week from today uh, on friday so yeah so i got started a little bit early but that's are you guys doing a party no, or we, you, you guys wanted, usually don't, but I was just wondering. No, so we do. So we did parties for the first however many years, and then we started doing the come or don't parties, which is like we're going to Disneyland. Here's the day we're going. Come or don't. We don't uh, care. Okay. And, yeah. and it was just it got to the point where so we I were, took my dates. You know, yeah. <laughs> come, come or, or don't. don't. I didn't. Yeah, so <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, talk to your wife. About it's a race it, now. Not, like, you know, I don't know. A, maybe that's a race. But it's on your time. I the there's so many jokes. The 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 thing was is that we were looking at it and it, it, it the parties and like the bouncy houses and the yeah. cakes and the goodie bags and whatever and we're like we're spending thousands of dollars to have like kids my you know that my kids will never know like next week right with the way it happens in elementary school and everything and we finally just decided like the the kids and the parents that care enough to like do anything will come to like Disneyland if, we're, if we oh, do yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. And so it's like, we'll buy it. We'll, we'll like, this is when we're going, we'll buy all the food. We'll do all the things, but like, come or don't like, and they, it, it, have some skin in the and game. And if they don't come, it's, it's just a family trip for you guys. And it's exactly. Fine. And, it's we, yeah. and we've been very lucky that the kids have a very broad, you know, uh, you know, kind of social network and, and, you know, there's always a couple of kids that come and I think that's fine. I just, the, we, we've been, we've, we've done, we did the, um, ice skating party a couple yeah, years ago, was which was fun. And we, so we try to kind of balance between doing things that are semi-local that people can come to and the bigger things, yeah. but we're just, we're tired of spending thousands I, of dollars for like throwaway yeah. goodie bags. I mean, and, me and Tony were talking about that earlier today where, cause we were talking about, you know, our kids' birthdays coming up this year and what we were planning on doing. And, and I, I said, I was going to probably take on what you wanted to do, which is that come or don't party and like do like a trip. Yeah, because the kids love going to hotels, restaurants, like a trip to Disneyland, and they get so excited for their birthday party, and then it's like a two-hour thing, and it's yeah, done. Yeah. Over, oh, it's yeah. almost like a letdown. They're right. almost like disappointed in it because it's like, I, what? That's oh, it? dude, like, and don't get me started on the on the on the kids' birthday parties where they make you sit there and watch the kids open the presents. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to slap did, people. We did that. Like, I think one time, yeah. and we're just like, never again. For what, five what or six-year-olds, like watching <laughs> other kids open presents, Terrible. that's torture. Like the Geneva yeah. Convention should get involved. Like it's, it's honestly, it's a war crime. It's honestly the worst thing ever. And so honestly, let's just take the kids, do something fun, create a memory, and move yeah. on. Yeah, I think like, that, don't make. I think it when too they big. get to a certain age, and and, and I'm, you know, this could be a whole podcast about that by itself. But it's, I'm kind of in the same realm where my my son, he's had big birthday parties. He just turned six. He had a nice one there too. Big birthday parties all the way up till six, and I think we're starting to lean toward the seven and the eight. Like, okay, no more parties. Let's figure out what you're into, and let's go do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it's just us going you know, go-kart racing or going to, you know, a, a water park or an amusement park or whatever it might be, or a whole trip to Legoland, something like that. I know he'd really enjoy it. And like you said, 
probably cost the same amount as throwing a big party and you get a whole weekend out of it. Yeah. And you get pictures and I, you know, I so was thinking that really great, good. that great wolf lodge, great wolf lodge the is great, indoor yeah. water park. I heard it's great. great one. Been. Yeah. We went, we went a couple of years ago and it was fantastic. Okay. So yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, there's a I think bar it's smart. Think, right inside the water. I think, park a, I think a mixture is good too. I mean, obviously, you know, you know, kids like, I never had a birthday party before. You know, you can give them one or two in there, sprinkle them in. But yeah, once they get to a certain age and they've done a bunch of them, eh, you know, like, what do you want to do? I have a friend, a friend of my wife's that, they asked him to make the choice. Hey, you want a birthday party or you want to go to Disneyland? Disneyland every time. Let's go. So it's an easy choice for a kid, and they'll let you know once they yeah, get to a Honestly, age, man, I know. just took the kids to Disneyland, and you're going to spend about as much on a birthday on a two hour birthday party than you are taking the kids to Disneyland for the day. If, I mean, if you're doing That's like right. one park, you That's know? right. But dude, honestly, I mean, it's pretty close. Especially now, if you I get feed people and stuff yeah, too at parties. If I got to if I got <laughs> to spend an extra two hundred bucks. I'd rather give my kid like the lightsaber build experience yeah. <laughs> than like buy a whole bunch of like 50 cent fidget spinners Party for five yeah. year olds that are just going to, you know, they're going to throw away cake. later. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And sheet cake and whatever. Like, no, I'm just, I, I just like, there's a time for both. Yeah. Like do the big party for have all the friends and whatever. And then at, at some point just be like, hey, man, like, especially, I don't know how, how you guys feel, but after the pandemic and everything, I'm all about experiences. And I've, I've talked to the kids, like, like if the, one of the kids, Madison, you know what she wants to do for, uh, for like next year, she wants to go to the, 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 the sea glass beach up in Northern California. I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, how about you and I fly up there by ourselves and just like go and just have like a daddy daughter day as like yeah. part of your president or whatever. We'll do like a little, we'll do a little party at the house and then we'll do like you and me just go do sea glass day in Northern California and then come back. And like, Dude, so we're just about awesome. this. Yeah, we're just gonna do little experiences, and I'm just gonna try to like just just love up on her the best I can to do the things that I know she really wants to do. Because at the end of the day, she might she might remember the party, but she'll absolutely remember the day that we went up and like got like ten pounds of sea glass that we brought home. Cool. Well, you, you know, know, it would be a wonderful road trip too. Like, if I mean, oh obviously flying is cool for right. kids, but yeah, like yeah. a road trip up the coast like that, oh, it'd be great. Would be amazing, especially oh. just depending on the time of year. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, she'd love it. I've never even been up there. I don't know what that's about. I've never been to sea glass is what you call yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 in it's in Northern California. There, for, I don't know how it works, but there was like some sort of like tidal thing and some glass factory or whatever that like all of the sea glass just like washes up on this one beach. And so, like, instead awesome. of, like, rocks and, and stuff like that that, like, wash up on this beach, yeah, yeah. it's just an entire, like, beach of sea glass. It's crazy. And it's all it's rounded beautiful. And clean, oh, okay. Clean I was going to say, is this yeah. cutting your foot? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all, it's like sea glass. So it's, it's, it's been, like, beat up so much on the sand. Oh, okay. They look like pebble rocks. They look oh, like pebbles. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. And it's gorgeous looking. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like and all and different she's colors, fascinated so by it. Sea glass sounds sharp, but yeah, it doesn't go back, come back without a foot. Like, that took us to sea glass. You remember uh, that? Beach. Yeah, Dad remember took that. us to Tetanus Island. <laughs> well, speaking of that, so our original conversation was going to be about fitness, but I think we're going to we're going to shift over real quick because I want to ask a question. Speaking about that, so you're talking about taking your daughter up there, who is 11, right? You said or 10 we'll or 11 be, yeah, next week, yeah. coming up on 11. So how do you guys? Uh, well, we all, we all we all have multiple kids, right? And so we have more than one child, and they're obviously you have an older one and a younger one. We don't none of us have twins or anything like that. So do you guys? How do you navigate spending time with the, each of them separately, and how do you deal with them not um, getting upset? Like, if you were to take your daughter to go see Sea Glass, would your son go, "Hey, how was Sea Glass? Thanks for taking me," or anything like that? You know, I, you know. Let me know what you guys. What do you guys think about that, or how do you kind of navigate that as the kids start to get more aware of that stuff? If if you, if you guys have an opinion on it. 
That's really hard for me because, um, you know, you guys know, but uh, my wife and I have been separated for a year. And so the time that I spend with my kids, I'm by myself with them. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's very important. The time is very precious as well. Well, and yeah, and I don't have a partner buffer, right? So like when my three-year-old is being emotional, I don't have a buffer. I don't have a way to, you know, distance myself from that so I can spend time with my son. I have to I have to deal with that. I have to deal mm, with her, right, with right, her right. emotions and you know, she's 3. She's got big emotions. Everything's a big deal. Yeah, everything. Like I I've told this story. I don't know if I told it on the podcast, but like lately she's been wanting to do everything that her older brother does. So we were playing in the yard the other day and Caden pulled down his pants and went pee in the grass. Right. (laughs) Right, right. And so she wanted to go pee in the grass and I'm like, "Um, okay, you know, so I pull her pants down. I go to like squatter on the grass and she goes, no, I want to stand up and I want it to shoot forward like Caden's does. Right. Right. And I'm like, honey, you just don't have. And so she started bawling because she couldn't, Pee standing up in the grass and shoot right. it forward. Like, like everything. She wanted a mohawk like Caden has, you know, like everything. Like, <laughs> Give her a so mohawk, man. She could do that. I tried to put, like, put, like but... put a ponytail on top. I'm like, there's your mohawk. And she was not having it, bro. She wanted it spiky, you know. That's so it, that's a really tough one for me because Caden's of the age where I want to start taking him to the driving range to golf. And I yep. love doing that. Mm-hmm. But I can't take her because she's not necessarily safe to do that stuff yet. She's kind of still wild. It's only one of me, so she yeah. doesn't know the rules. She'll run out there and pick up a ball and get hit and run into the parking lot. And yeah. like I'll just be I'll just be corralling her. Never mind of, never mind the balls, man. Like the the swinging clubs. The clubs. Yeah. yeah or mean, just the oh, cars yeah, yeah. pulling in. Like because anything. You know, anything. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. A freaking seagull could come down and swoop her up. Yeah, like she's not as the age you say stop <laughs> you know? and they just kind of keep going. She's yeah. got that, that wild coyote age. packs. She's, just running. <laughs> she's getting there, but she's Get still her. like a wild car, like so Stay right here. You know, I want to be able to do those things with Caden and, you know, I, I want to get him tennis lessons and I take him to jujitsu and, you know, I take him to the driving range and I have to do, I have to be able to like maybe even drop Harlow off at grandma's house yeah, and make that a special thing. Like, Hey, you're going to go, you're going to go, you're going to go to crafts <laughs> with, grandma, with Oma right? because, you know, and then she'll be like, well, what, what's Caden doing? I'm like, oh, me and Caden are going to go do homework or I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if it's something where I tell Harlow, like, yeah, me and Caden are going to go play golf. I want to play golf. And she will just lose her shit yeah. if she's not going to. And so we kind of, I kind of have to, she kind of has to trust me that I'm going to do something special with her. Like we're going to have special time together. You're going to have special time with Oma while me and Caden go do something special. Right. She kind of has to trust that that will happen and that she gets her own time. Um, but that is a really big challenge in my world right now. Yeah. I, I, I haven't really figured it out perfectly yet. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, of course. So we started doing some of that stuff with my kids and we started doing like, we, so we started sending Mason on or Madison on doing, um, who's my oldest on doing like cooking classes or things like that. And then while we did that, we took Mason to do something else. And so we did, we, we, we started like instilling on them this idea that we were doing kind of equal, but separate things mm-hmm. at the, at, at like semi simultaneously. So that when they, when they thought that, and we did, we tried to do this semi intentionally. Like we really, cause we, we ran into the same issue and we, we realized that we needed to make sure that we would say, okay, you're doing X. And you're doing why, and that, and and doing that with that kind of intentionality, and then when we would do it without 
anything kind of major happening for one or the other that they wouldn't be as kind of exposed to it. We, we like my daughter is a huge Taylor Swift fan. So we bought tickets to, to Taylor Swift at SoFi. Oh, nice. Yeah. Heard it's uh, a great, I heard it's a great concert. It was I incredible. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan like that. I, I don't mind her, but they're like, she's the best performer since Michael Jackson. I'm like, is that right? Tony. Now all the Swifties are going to be, you know, <laughs> raging against our podcast. Don't come around me. It. I'm not saying I hate her. I'm just saying she's, she's not my, I'm not her demographic. Listen, I'm going to bring it back because my, my daughter <laughs> was like that three and a half hours is like the, like it was like transcendent. So it was just her and my, my wife went, yeah. it was just the two of them. Yeah. Um, they went, they went with some friends from school. They had a, an amazing Everybody time. Everybody says it was an amazing show. It was yeah. amazing. I mean, Honestly, like, I mean, what's not to envy about that that woman? I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Her business savvy, her I talent. Oh, yeah. I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, I would date him for sure. I mean, listen. No, she's she's, she's doing her thing. There's I'm, no I'm, hate there. I'm fluid over here. I, Miss I, I, Swift. I, I, yeah. Uh, by the way, Jason, uh, J- Jason and Travis. I mean, both. They, you know? Yeah, Jason's a little hefty for me, but you know, he just uh, he just retired, the beard, right? The beard doesn't bring you back. No, All well, right. the beard and the money. Yeah, sure. Well, the money. He fine. just retired. He just, yeah. 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 Uh, well, no, yeah, but ahead. like she, so she, so, so she had that experience. And so Mason and I, Mason was a little bit jealous. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, so, so who would you like to see in concert? He was like, well, in a vacuum, I'd want to see AJR. And I was like, all right, fine. So I kind of just was like looking online and whatever. And actually Matt, my roommate from college called me and said, Hey, did you see AJR tickets are on sale for this, for the show? It was like a couple of weeks later, and I said, no, I didn't. He said, I'm going. Do you want to go? I said, yeah. So I bought tickets. And so I bought tickets to take him. So just him and I are well, going. So like and, – and him and I – just him and I, um, you know, planned on going to um, an SC game. We were You were going to take uh, yeah. Caden. It was just going to be like kind of a guy's day. And so there's a way for you to do these things where if you want to have kind of like – the like the mommy daughter day and the daddy Sunday or 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 any combination of those. There's a way to do it, and you kind of just need to do it in like in a way that's like semi equitable, so that both kids understand that they're getting a unique experience. Yeah. That that is valued at a at a at a at a similar, you know, that that's valued in a similar yeah, way. I think yeah. I think my problem is is that, you know, I I love to do that, but taking Harlow or Kate into something individually. I have to find coverage for the other kid because I don't have a partner or spouse to right. watch the other kid. And so that's where I have to be like, okay, well, Harlow's going to go to Oma's house. You're going to do arts and crafts. You're going to have a fun day while me and Caden go do this over here. That's right. hard. And yeah. also I think just the ages of my kids, you know, your, your kids are a little bit older. So he can kind of figure out that like, hey, she got to do something fun. I don't like Taylor Swift, but I want to do something fun. Yeah. I would like this concert. Whereas Harlow doesn't discern that yet. Like she's just like, I don't give a fuck what he's doing. I want to do the exact same thing. Yeah. You know? So it makes it really hard for me. Um, yeah, it is. You know, I'm hoping to get the family unit back yeah, together so that I can start doing yeah. those individual dates and fun events and I, with either kid. And you I know? think I think age makes a difference there too, right? So Chris's kids are a little bit older, so they can understand. Like, hey, Dad said we're going to do something later, yeah. weeks, weeks from now. If I tell my kids, like, oh, I'm going to take you to such and such, we took I took Ava to this concert, so I'm going to take you to this concert. No, I want to go right now tonight. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, the concert's not for another three months. And he's like. <laughs> That makes no sense. And then yeah. they'll forget all about what I did 100%. with Ava. No. So right. the ages are a little bit different, right? And so for us, we we str- I don't want to say struggle, but um, the, the reason I brought the question up is because I, I, now I have three, so we're kind of outnumbered, right? Uh, he's not doing anything yet. Our youngest nine-month-old, he's just chilling. But once he starts to do things or want to do things that the other older kids are doing, um, that's where it's like, okay, well, when do I get that special time with Cameron, my youngest? 
So we have it set up where now we do we we have special play dates, we have special nights out, we do all that stuff. We try to make it fun. Uh, and my six year old and my four year old are at an age where we can. They all have their things that they're doing. You know, Carter goes to the sports. Ava has her dance class. We all have those things. The hard, uh, not the hard part, but we did when Ava was a little bit younger, Carter was going to sports. And she had to watch him play basketball, baseball, all that. She's like, what about me? I'm like, you're not four yet. You got to start at four, you know? And she's like, <laughs> Which well, they don't understand. She's, yeah, yeah well, she doesn't understand. Why can't I go out there and play basketball? I'm like, yeah, you're, you're the size of a four-year-old, but you're three and a half. Sorry. So she'll start getting into more sports next year when she turns four or in a couple months. And so – that was a little bit not difficult, but it was just a conversation that had to be had. Like she didn't get that point of it, and Carter's just like, "Yeah, let let her come out." And we found, and when we found a sport that they could both play at the same time, which was soccer, they had a program that was three to six or something like that. So they both were in the right age range. Then she didn't like it. She's <laughs> like, "I don't want to play soccer." But we tried to make it fun. So when Carter was out there playing soccer with the the coaches and whatever was going on, me and her were playing at the other side of the park, our own thing. So I agree with you guys where you have to have something for the other kid to do not just hey you sit there and we're gonna do something fun with this other kid or we're leaving where are you guys going don't worry about it we'll be back you just stay home you know with with whoever whoever's at home obviously they're not gonna stay home well, alone but you know what i mean it's just you I'm have to make throw, it fun on both sides i'm gonna throw a landmine here in the middle of it which is don't just stick a screen in front of them too yeah to do yeah. it right yeah. that's my suggestion is to not just stick a screen because i think we we rely too much on ipads and iphones and stuff to be the thing that like uh, gives us that extra minute between what this one needs versus that one needs uh -huh. when we have more than one kid. They they want personal interaction. They don't want to be passed off on an iPad at the end of the day. Now they'll take it. They'll accept it. Yeah. But but we shouldn't we shouldn't rely on that. It, it's a it's a great tool if used necessary. Like anything else. Yeah. Right. Of like any tool when used appropriately can be amazingly useful. But just relying on that to be like, okay, here's just another like digital pacifier. Yeah. That I wouldn't – personally, I wouldn't suggest just because you don't want to have your your children as best you can rely on that digital pacifier versus relying on you. Right. As – I could agree with that. You know, especially, the, you yeah, know extension of that. Especially if you're uh, – you know, putting that in place of doing something else fun, or it's like, yeah, your brother or your sister gets to do this, and you can watch your iPad for the day. Right. Um, we talked about screen time, I think, on the first episode. Yeah. Um, a little bit, and, and we both agreed in moderation, and you know, obviously used correctly. Um, but everybody has their own opinions on it. But yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So you know, it's 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 a tough thing to, to balance, especially when you have multiple children. Uh, well, going back to the you know, thing we were talking about at the very beginning, right? Love like pagers and cell phones and whatever, right? Like we didn't have all of those options available to us when we were younger. And so we see, I think we see those things as like this, like this immediate, like, oh, we'll just give this to them. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's pros and cons to it, just like everything else. Of course. There's pros and cons to those things. And so I would just, you know, I would just say like your kids want to spend time with their parents. Yes. And so, like, spend time with your kids. Do, like, but there are times when you need to steal a few minutes because of one thing or the yeah, other. You, you need to steal dinner, a few. You got to do whatever. Cook yeah. dinner. Do, it's work a situation. Go I got to spend this much. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like, it's a it's a tool like anything else. Use it appropriately. Think about it. Use it. Use it as 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 it's deemed necessary in your particular situation. But it is not a cure all for for all things. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's a it's it's a tough balance, man, and and that's part of you know parenthood, fatherhood, 
and motherhood and uh and and like we talked about when you're dealing with single parents versus uh dual house home parents people that live with grandparents people that live with full families like i know people that that have you know six or seven relatives living under one big huge house you know well, it's like in los angeles health, you know multi-generational households or to. properties or whatever it's like v- incredibly common yeah. right we we it's it's an expensive place to live so multiple incomes for a single property or or you know are just something that i think are pretty common here and in most metropolitan areas when you have those kinds of situations and you have multi-generational households you have a lot of extra help not everybody has that yeah and so every situation is going to be different your your you know what's the phrase your your mileage will marry it will vary right depending on what the circumstances are in your house so you just apply it as best you can speaking of which so how do you guys manage your schedules when it comes to fitness right like that was the original thing that we were going to talk about but it kind of transitioned nicely there where i was just thinking like you know you have to man like stealing a few minutes to just cook dinner that's something you have to do every day i feel like i have to do something physical every day i don't always get there right but i definitely feel like my fitness schedule i feel like i'm stealing an hour from my kids or from something else that I should be doing. And I enjoy the fitness. I enjoy the exercises, but it definitely always feels like I'm robbing something else in order to get the time in for the fitness. hundred percent. You know, and, or like, Hey, my kids are going to have to stay at Oma's house. Uh, Oma's a, a, the grandma term uh, at Oma's house for an extra hour, hour and 20, because I got to get to the gym after work. Yeah. You know, and then I don't get to spend as much time with then, them. I only have a few days of a week with them already. And I right. now it's an extra hour and a half that I don't get with them because I'm right. stealing that time. Well, right? that, 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 it's that, important. I understand that. But yeah, like, yeah. I was just wondering how you guys kind of manage your and schedules. And, and I think that just comes. Prioritize That's it. just because that's, you feel that way because you care. Right. And so, one, you care about your health. Two, you care about your kids. Yeah. And it's a very, very, it's a, it's a pull, pull thing. And it's just like, oh, man, how do I do this? And I, I struggle with the same thing. Like if the days that I go into the office, when I get home, it's like almost 5 o'clock. I pick up both the kids, and then I can take them to the gym. Take them to the gym for an hour, hour and a half. By the time we get home, it's 6.30. Uh, we eat dinner. Or if they eat dinner before, maybe we'll go to the gym later, whatever. Uh, eat dinner. I spent maybe an hour with my kids, and they're going to bed. And my kids are so big and tall. I'm just like, every time they wake up, I'm like, you, you got another inch? They're going to be dunking on me very soon. But it's just like, and, and that's not the type of dad that I want to be. I don't want to just spend an hour with my kids. I spend a lot of time with them on the weekends. I love my kids to death. Um, but I have to make time for the gym as well, a little bit. I don't go every day. I wish I did. Um, but I'm trying to get up early in the morning and do that while everybody's asleep. I do a lot of stuff when my house is asleep. I'm the first one up and I'm the last one to go to bed. So I am up late at night trying to do what I can. But when it comes to fitness, the easiest way to do it is going to uh, the gym because they have a kids club there. And it's the only kids club in town, actually. And so, yeah, my gym doesn't have yeah. one. And so that's the that's the only saving grace is because I can go real quick. And I try, and trust me, if I could work out as much as I wanted to work out, I'd be at the gym an hour and a half, two hours. Easy. Um, you know, And I don't talk and mingle and do all that stuff, but I could definitely get a good workout in hour, hour and a half. But because when I drop them off and it takes five, ten minutes to get them checked in, all this other stuff, I usually get like an hour. One, because I want to get them home for dinner real fast. Two, I don't want to leave them at the gym that long. They've been in school or daycare all day. So they've already done play with enough kids. They don't need more of that. They want to see daddy. They want to see mommy, right? 
if my wife is home, she'll take them sometimes, and you know, this and that, and, and vice versa. She's been going to the gym a lot too. So we have to find that balance, but it's, it is tough. It is tough, and it's, it, it makes me kind of sad when it's like, I just want to work out and get in shape and be healthy for you guys so I can be around longer. But I also miss you guys, which is why I poke my head in there multiple times throughout my workouts. Hey, y'all doing all right? Okay, all right, cool. I'll be right back. All right, you're doing good? Okay, I'm going to go take a shower. And then, uh, you know, it's just stuff like that. So I don't do it every day because of that reason. Uh, back in my 20s, I was at the gym every day, all day, because I ain't got nothing else to do. Now that I have kids, I want to spend time with them. I want to see them. Weekends are very big for us. Uh, weekdays are very big. You know, calling sick here and there, all that stuff. So the time... I think, I think it's just for me, I just try to give them as much as I can. And when I'm with them, they get a hundred percent of me. 100%. Yeah, Chris, you're on the road a lot. Um, Chris travels a lot for, for work, uh, business. You're on the road a lot. So I, I know we've talked about this kind of aspect before when you come home, I don't know what your schedule is like on the road. If you get to a hotel gym or whatever, but, um, when you get home, do you ever feel that guilt? Like, I'm stealing an hour to go ride the Peloton instead of, instead of spending time with my kids. And I haven't seen my kids all week, you know, like, do you ever, how do you, how do you deal with that? I don't, I don't ever feel guilty about it. What, 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 what ends up happening. It's so, um, is that because you don't care? Yeah. Uh, kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what kids? What kids? <laughs> like no, my kids, you care about like, my kids. I love kids. my kids. No, yeah. no. Yeah. No. Um, the no, it's not that I, I don't, it's not that I, I don't like care or any of that other stuff. I don't, I don't, carry that kind of guilt with that because I, I realize that if I don't do that, I'm robbing them of the years. We very lovingly. And by the way, I just want to say again, how much I appreciate how, how glowingly you, you spoke of my grandfather um, and the time you were able to spend with him. But um, I want, I want to be that for my kids and for my kids, kids and their kids and all of those things. I want to be around for as long as I can be around because I, I know how much, um, you know, my parents, my grandparents meant to me in, in, in the way I was brought up. So I want to be around for a long time. So I look at it as this thing that's like necessary mm-hmm. to continue to instill in my kids the value of, um, appropriate nutrition and fitness and all of those things, because those were the things that my grandfather instilled in me. My, my love for golf is a hundred percent because of my grandfather instilling that in me. Um, and this like lifelong thing that you can carry with you in a way that most sports can't like, you're not going to go out and play flag football in your sixties. My grandfather was playing golf with his like fraternity buddies into his like late eighties, early nineties. Um, there are, there, there are things that you carry with you a lot longer than other things. And so instilling those things in my kids, I think is, is a virtue that I, I take deep pride in and not something that I see as this thing that is like a burden on the time I would otherwise spend with them. Mm. Um, it, that's unique to a very small subset of athletic endeavors and certainly doesn't apply to like going to the gym and things like that. But when it comes to just like getting on the bike or, you know, doing a weights workout or things like that. I try as best I can, especially now that my kids are a little bit older, to try to include them in those things in a way that is appropriate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not... Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and not... Because I, I, like, especially with my my daughter, who's who's the oldest of my two kids, like, I want her to understand there's a, um, a value in paying attention to those things that is above and beyond um, kind of body image issues or whatever, because I'm very sensitive to the idea that, like being healthy is not body image. Mm-hmm. They're not, yeah. they're, they are, they're not linked. how I look. 
Great. Yeah. yeah, they're they're absolutely linked in 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 a lot of ways, but they're not. They don't have to be married to each other. They're not. Ex- they're not mutually exclusive. Right. So, like being healthy does not necessarily mean body image, and and vice versa. I grew up in a way. I was a latchkey kid. My parents both worked a lot of hours. Um, I, 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 you know, especially after I got my driver's license and things like that, I ate a lot of fast food. I did not have the healthiest diet. And so trying to instill in my kids the, 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 the benefit of some of the dietary things I found out later in life, but marrying that with appropriate, uh, workout regimens and, and things like that. I think like there are a lot of things I try to do within the, in the walls of our house where I don't comment on my own body mm. image. I don't comment on the things I try not to in front of my kids, try not to comment on the things that bring me down about the way I view my own body. Certainly don't do it about anything external about like my wife's body image or anything like that in front of my kids, frankly at all, but certainly not in front of my kids because I don't want them to be left with any sort of negative stigma on any of those topics. Yeah. Does it help that your wife has a smoking hot body? (laughs) I mean, it doesn't hurt me. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a t- yeah, it's a tough one, and, and and like you said, you're you're dealing with yeah, because your Shout daughter's a little bit older, um, so they're starting to realize. Even your seven year old, I'm sure, same thing. They're starting to realize looks and how their body looks, and you know all that other kids and how they look, and Dude, other Kate's adults and how they look. Image, you know? man. So it's it's um it's an interesting thing as they get older because when they're younger, they don't they don't really give a shit, right? They don't they're just kind of like, hey, you're a person, I'm a person, okay, cool. Um, but then as they get older, I got a funny story, but I'm gonna have to save that for, uh, the next episode, but we'll do part two. I got, yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> I think we're going to keep this going. I don't know if, uh, you have time to hang out with us some more, Chris. I got nowhere to be. Okay, cool. cool. So, and the whiskey's um, flowing. We're going to, we're going to wrap this up guys for, uh, this episode and we're going to come back and talk some more about fitness. I got a funny story about what, uh, something my son said that was very inappropriate. And uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have some more fun. So this week we tried uh, monkey shoulder, uh, not bad. And not great. We are sipping on some Woodford Woodford Reserve Double Oat, um, and that one is really good. Uh, we have a email address now, so you guys can hit us up with any ideas, uh, topics that you want to discuss, anything dilemmas. I got that for the next show as well. Uh, any recommendations on whiskeys, bourbons, whatever type of, uh, we'll just t- stick with those alcohols for now. We may dive into other alcohols later on, but this is Dad's Whiskey Cave. So the email is dadswhiskeycave at gmail.com. We have a um, also Instagram, same thing, Dad's Whiskey Cave, Instagram. Follow us there and uh, more stuff to come. So you're going to be finding us on all social media platforms and uh, anywhere you can find your podcast very shortly. All right. Thank you. And uh, we'll be right back with another episode. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Chris. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Bye-bye, guys.